Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 286 of this daily study uh, podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, covering the week of October the 4th to October the 10th, Doctrine and Covenants sections 111 to 114. And today we're going to look at the context of and look at the two verses found in Doctrine and Covenants section 114. Not a very long section this, but I do think there is a very interesting lesson uh, that we learn from this uh, revelation that is given. Uh, I'm going to do this a bit differently today, actually. I'm going to share with you a small bit of the context to begin with, then share with you the section from section 114. I mean, I could read it in the time we have on this podcast, uh, even though it is a short daily um, chunk of your daily study. Um, But also, uh, then I'm going to go into the context that happens after this section, because I think that is particularly interesting. Uh, so, Doctrine and Covenants section 114 is given uh, to one of the apostles, David W. Patton. Uh, and he is, um, like I mentioned, one of the apostles, and he was called to go on a mission. Uh, in fact, let's read the um, the section itself, because it is two verses, uh, and I think that it is a particularly interesting one. It says, Verily thus saith the Lord, it is wisdom in my servant David W. Patton that he settle up all his business as soon as he possibly can, and make a disposition of his merchandise that he may perform a mission unto me next spring, in company with others, even twelve including himself, to testify of my name and bear glad tidings unto all the world. For verily thus saith the Lord, that inasmuch as there are those among you who deny my name, others shall be planted in their stead and receive their bishopric. Amen. Now, very interesting end to that uh, section. Uh, and we know that obviously those that um, do pass on uh, and, and those that um, are, you know, that are not able to fulfill their responsibility, whether that be through personal choice or personal circumstance or whether it be through death or, or tragic, tragic events in their lives or whether it be, be through their, um, their rejection, I guess, of that responsibility. Um, others will be planted in their stead. And that's an important um, principle to understand in this church. That because of, don't forget that at this stage, you know, there hadn't been any need for succession. People were being called into these callings and had served in them fairly much. Mostly, um, it, most individuals had stayed in them. But there, was also, there was obviously a few that had left by this stage um, in April 1838. But in terms of certainly the First Presidency, the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, the bishops, uh, and so on, um, they were still serving in the cause they were originally given. Well, this obviously prepares the saints for future events where individuals would have to be replaced and uh, other people would have to step into those roles and try and fulfil what the Lord desires them to do. Um. Now, at this stage, David W. Patton began to make these preparations, and Susan Easton Black uh, shares this, um, quote, As promised in this revelation, others shall be planted in their stead, close quote. And we'll see why this is important. She says, quote, But in October 1838, threats against Latter-day Saints in Missouri turned his attention from preparation to defending not only the property of the saints, but also their lives. Elder Patton led 75 volunteers against the mob of 30 or 40, hoping to rout them without bloodshed. During the ensuing fray at Crooked River, Elder Patton was shot. He died the next day. 
Joseph Smith said of him, David W. Patton died as he had lived, a man of God and strong in the faith of, of a glorious resurrection in a world where mobs will have no power or place. Among those planted in the stead of the Twelve uh, were John Taylor, George A. Smith, Wilfred Woodruff and Willard Richards. These men were ordained to the apostleship and served the mission to England. Close quote. So clearly the Lord had plans in place to plant these others in the stead. But I guess some may question that the, the motive or the meaning behind this revelation then. If David W. Patton was not able to fulfill this mission, others, some may have pointed this to this and said, perhaps Joseph is a fallen prophet. He, he you know, prophesied that David W. Patton would have to, would, would go on to this mission for the Lord and teach others and be able to share the gospel in this way. But he didn't. He died uh, before he was able to do this. There may be a number of answers uh, to this question, but I think there's a particularly interesting one for us to consider. And that is the fact that why would the Lord tell David W. Patton to fulfill all his obligations, to settle all his um, kind of commitments in the world before going on this mission? If he felt that he, you know, in a perhaps several months, he would come back and, and return to them. Why would the Lord tell him to make sure everything was in order, all his merchandise, all his things they had um you know, to, to, to settle before he had to go on this mission. Perhaps the Lord was preparing David W. Patton and his family and his and his commitments for the time where he would be called to a mission, a mission beyond the veil. And in fact, there was a, a record kept of an individual who saw in a dream David W. Patton teaching those spirits um, who had gone on after, uh, who had gone on before uh, about the gospel. And you know, this is, you know, another example of how the Lord's way, his direction in our lives will not necessarily always be what we expect, but his promises will be fulfilled. Um, and so obviously this is just a two verse section. And so I think that's pretty much what we get from there. But it is interesting that the Lord does direct our path step by step, perhaps not in the ways that we expect. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do join us tomorrow uh, for our usual Monday pause from Come Follow Me and share your comments on Facebook. It'd be great to hear your thoughts on what you've studied. And also, um, there's something that I'd love to share something you've studied on tomorrow's episode or something that I've shared that is separate from this. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.